Boys, so you guys all set to go? Yep. Yeah. Roll the music. Oh, we got that. Right. <laughs> that sounds that funny. Sounds, that sounds funny. That sounds funny. That sounds funny. Hey, everyone. That is right. This is the. I almost said story again. The show, <laughs> the podcast. That sounds funny. Uh, we sound funny. Yeah. And this is uh, the week of July 6th, 2021, episode 36. Oh, man, we we're are. getting old. <laughs> we're getting old. Uh, middle age. 36. Um, well, we are two blind brothers and a blind sister telling it the way we see it. I'm your host, Keith, and with me are Terry and Jill. Yeah, who we weren't sure was going to make it today, but she did. So we we have to talk nice to her now, sort of behind her back. Back in black. Anyway, and it's a good thing we do this today and not tomorrow, because tomorrow I might be worn out. We, we don't want to know the details of one. Oh, I know why. I remember that. <laughs> We can make right. it our, our one of our open stories. It's Jill's anniversary today. Yeah, we like to talk about what's new. I guess that'd be a what's new, huh? Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! You just got married. Well, right? it was new thirty-six just years ago. <laughs> just got married. They're on the honeymoon stage anymore. No. <laughs> Not, we keep not, each other up now, snoring all night. Yeah, there we Turn go. Do not disturb on. So, but yeah, it's still something of a milestone. Once you do not disturb us. Yeah, so 36, 36 years. years. Wow. What what year was that? 1985. 85. 85. That's when Back to the Future came out, too. I was in El Paso in the Army. Yeah, I, I Paso. I, so, I had just been in Panama for <laughs> no, I wasn't in Panama yet. You, I, you were I the, was, you were at the wedding because you wore your marine. No, Keith wasn't no, at the wedding. I, was, you I, was did, there. I wasn't there. Uh, I, I was. You in, was. I'm getting there to tell you, I was in North Carolina because I was waiting for a son to be born, who decided to take his sweet little time to the point of I had to leave my wife there with friends. Uh, anticipating having a baby at any moment while I took our oldest son to our parents' house where I stayed long enough to basically drop him off, get a good night's sleep, turn around, drive back to the coast, hop on an airplane, and go to Panama. But I wasn't there in Illinois until about the 20th or so. Panama. So well, I have a story. Holidays. I have a story. Well, we got to do holidays first, then you do your story. Well, we right? still have. No. Is there any, any other? Opening I, I have some oh, stuff okay. happen over the weekend too. I, we uh, tell our funny stories. Harry does and, stuff and, too. Is this your anniversary? Harry gets you know? married <laughs> often. <laughs> uh, I just say we uh, we uh, 
Oh, Lord, here the dogs want to talk to. Can you they're, 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 they're leaving love notes to themselves. That's what they're doing, like you said last time. <laughs> and so, anyway, we uh, had a barbecue over there. Well, we grilled. We grilled over the weekend and uh, got in my pool. And then yesterday, the 5th of July, here in our town of Wait, we live in a village. I forgot. We're village. So you're the village people. That's what I'm saying. It sounds like Santa. We had our, there was a farmer's market down at the Dad's Club Park, followed by a fireworks show. The fireworks were supposed to start at 9 o'clock, our, t- you know, our time, et cetera. And, uh, um, we, we went down to our little brother's house, who doesn't like to be on our podcast for some reason, but anyway. And so we sat there at his, in his, one of his driveways and on the concrete side. And so then we, my stepdaughter, Erin, she laid a blanket out on the ground and she sat on a blanket and, you know, uh, we were sitting there and getting ate up by mosquitoes. It was so bad. And then, uh, then uh, our other stepdaughter and two grandsons showed up. The fireworks didn't get started until about 9.30. About 9.30 they actually started. That's just because of the, wasn't quite dark enough yet. But, oh, it, was, it turned out to be a really good show. You know, it was impressed, impressed me. I mean, I can't see, of course, but, you know, the sun was over popping. Yeah, and we did a lot of ooh, uh, <laughs> ooh, uh, me and was doing that driving land and crazy and stuff. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we 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 pack up and everything. Well, it turns out that my stepdaughter apparently was putting lotion on her hands and apparently lost her high school class ring in my brother's yard somewhere. So now she's all upset about that. But to get out the metal detector. And so then, so like so if it'd be sitting on the driveway, the concrete driveway, she should have found it easy. She was in the grass. We were oh. I mean, on the driveway, but next to the grass and stuff and, and everything. But uh, now, I didn't know you guys had fireworks there in town. I, we, we that was the to first, first annual, first ones right there. Uh, okay. If they keep pulling over speeders going through the town, they could probably afford to do one next year. <laughs> yeah, so all those speeding tickets they, they, the fire they could they could have used that money and fixed some of the roads out here but it was a pretty good show it wasn't like no hundred thousand dollar show that will smith you know paid for down in louisiana but so uh hmm. and then so then this morning our, our little brother tells me well you know there is a bug zapper app on your iphone and it really does work because yeah he was at the park yeah he said he was getting ate up by mosquitoes and so then his wife said, don't you have one of those apps on your phone? He's like, well, that was a couple of phones back. So he sat there and downloaded a, a newer version or something. It worked, he said. He yeah. stopped getting bit by mosquitoes. The, the, the bugs land on the phone, you burst into flames. That would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow put up this, a high frequency or something, because I have I it would, on my phone, too. Yeah. I was just looking at some of them, reading some of the details. It goes, well, this one's a joke. And another review said, I turned on this mosquito thing, and I've watched it about four or five mosquitoes 
landed on my speaker. <laughs> it was <laughs> attracted him to the phone or something. So it was, it was the mating call, not the. <laughs> so he's like, "Well, you got to go down the list and stuff." And blah, blah, blah. I go, "I don't know if she." There's a couple that say medical, medical lifestyle. It's like huh. mm-hmm. I would choose the medical ones, I think. But I was trying to download that just before we started here, but I'll wait till I'm, we're done. Anyway, oh. so that's what right. I had going. We lost the class ring, but our town had our, our village again. You know, we're village people. Oh, and another reason I think that we've never had one here in the town. For those people who don't know where South Park Stand is located, uh, I'm in <laughs> I'm in my house, and I'm like nine blocks from uh, the gas refinery, and so that's probably why they've never blasted them off. <laughs> the, <laughs> A straight like, fire where it goes in the refinery <laughs> down an oil tank. Yeah, somebody just got killed over the weekend. Somebody a firework, all right. Got shot in the chest by a big mortar. Round of, I heard there was a hockey star got killed by a firework or something. That I might have been what a hockey was. goalie for some team. Or other. But see, but that's see, I live nine nine blocks from a refinery, but then I live like half a block to the cemetery. So, I'm oh, see, you're yeah, already, you're already the park is there. not closer <laughs> to the refinery. The park is only three blocks from the refinery. Well, the thing with the refinery is, I don't think it quite has the production capacity that it used to and i think these days it's a lot more safe as far as uh, the oil and stuff goes than it used to be <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I mean it used to be when we were kids there was like a whole army of employees that would just like work there you hear the whistle blow boop, and there's like people like a stampede of cattle or across the road anymore yeah. i mean you hardly there's no traffic uh times a day. Well, they bought the first block of town and put a big parking lot there, and that's still, as far as I know, it ain't never filled up. Well, it's it's, they bought that first block along the edge of town for a buffer zone for whenever they do have pollutants that hit there. I I guess they figure that that's their buffer that's going to catch all the particulates, which is kind of (laughs) dumb. They tell all the, the things in the air. Now, make sure you only land in this first block. <laughs> You're not allowed to go any farther. They have an iPhone bug zapper sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> Chasing all the parking talents away. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so I have this a little short thing. It's kind of a, a, a humorous thing. I don't really do this so much anymore, but I used to do it to people a lot. Tell humor? <laughs> uh, well, sometimes uh, I'd be sitting on in a darkened room on my laptop, you know, c- computing away, and I'd hear somebody come in. I hear a click of a light switch. And of course, I know they're turning on the light because I'm in a darkened room. So I'll pretend like I don't know. Hey. Hoarders should turn on the light when you come in here. It's kind of dark in here. And you, they'll always respond, what? It is on. I just turned the lights on. Which I'll respond, no, really? It's okay. You can turn the lights on. <laughs> I know it's dark in here. And it is on. I just turned it on. And, of course, I'll wash, rinse, and repeat that until they, they understand I'm just pulling their leg. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe I'll do it the other way around. 
they'll, they'll leave and I'll click, turn the lights off when you go. I just did. <laughs> well, I went yeah, to, turn them off when you go. <laughs> I went to people's houses before and saw Terry's relatives who haven't been around blind people that much. And oh, so your, the bathroom's over here, Uncle Terry. Here, I'll turn the light on for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's okay. I don't need it, but I'll go ahead if you want to. <laughs> And, yeah. and of course, my grandkids are more practical. They'll just say, "Grandpa, you're blind. You can't see anyway." I'm like, "Well, that explains everything." <laughs> just fun stuff around us. Yeah. Okay, so I guess that's all I really got on our our opening holidays, new but... stuff. But hey, it is July holidays. Happy holidays. May the calendar keep bringing happy holidays to birthday. I mean, anniversary. And what is today? July 6th? <laughs> Tuesday. Yay! It, it is International Kissing Day. Oh, oh no. no! Oh, Our no. Our anniversary. Just, I, I think Jill put this on my list. <laughs> it's also National Fried Chicken Day. Oh. I should have had that on Juneteenth. Holy cow. Now I know where I'm going to go out to eat for dinner <laughs> for my anniversary. I have to go get some chicken. Anyway, um, that's all there is for today. Wow. So moving on to Wednesday when this hopefully will hit our feet and people are listening to us as we are so hilariously funny. <laughs> <laughs> Listening share all of their friends while they enjoy National Strawberry Day. Mm-hmm. Tell the Truth Day. World Chocolate Day. Where's the list? So strawberries and chocolate while you tell yeah. the truth about our podcast. As long as <laughs> as long as it's good. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> July. Oh, what day? Eight Thursday, National Chocolate with Almonds Day. Ooh, that's that's all week. National Video Game Day isn't that every day anymore? <laughs> um, July 9th. Well, it's not awful holidays so far. National Sugar Cookie Day. Mm. Um, it is. Uh, Nunavut, N-U-N-A-V-U-T. Whatever in the heck that is. Yeah, one Nunavut of my weird words. Day. All it says is it's a federal <laughs> yeah. holiday. That's a Jill word. <laughs> yeah. It just says it's a federal holiday. So I guess you have a day off if you work at a bank. <laughs> Maybe. Um, July 10th, National Kitten Day. <laughs> it's also National Pina Colada Day. Oh, yeah. So enjoy your pina coladas while you pet your nice fuzzy kitten. Good thing you did say the other word. <laughs> Cat? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's other ones. <laughs> I'll stop yeah. with, with what I've got so far. <laughs> uh, July 11th, Sunday. Cheer up the lonely day. So, if you're sitting with someone who's only going to cheer them up, 
Yeah. And if you are lonely, hopefully somebody will come by and cheer you up. Hmm. It's Day of the Flemish Community Fund. Wow, they'll, they'll have that one. National Free Slurpee Day. National M O J I T O Mojito. National Mojito Day. I guess it's some kind of food. I don't know. I don't know what that is. World Population Day. Oh, let's populate the world. Let's overpopulate, yeah. Uh, July 12th, Monday. National Different Colored Eyes Day. National Eat Your Jello Day. National Pecan Pie Day. Wow. National Simplicity Day. Orange Men's Day. And that's all of the holidays for the week. Yeah. Man, by the wonder. end of the week, you got to go on a diet again. All that yummy uh-huh. chocolate and strawberries. And- but I don't know what Orange Men's is. It's, I wonder if that has to do with Donald Trump. Orange Men by. <laughs> Uh, oh, it's it just it says it's a cause, whatever the cause is for. I haven't got a clue. Huh. Yeah, there's, there's a little bit of food days happening there. A couple of chocolate days, chocolate almonds, strawberries, day. sugar as you, cookies, pecan as you enjoy your two colored eyes. I guess one's <laughs> blue and one's green. I don't know. Somebody wants, one day. Somebody once asked me. Why don't you have artificial eyes? Like, well, for one, I don't need them. But if I ever did, you know, have a need to get artificial eyes, I'm going to get one that has Tweety Bird on it and one that has a lightning bolt on it. (laughs) That way, depending on what kind of mood I'm in, you'll know. (laughs) Uh, You should get Tweety Bird and Sylvester the cat, and they could be chasing each other around your brain. (laughs) And then swap them back and forth every, every couple of days, huh? Because they're chasing each other around. Yeah. So anyway, that's our holidays. So now it is time to move on along to our news. New story. News. <laughs> Who wants to go first? Girls? You sound sure, pretty thrilled about that, Terry. <laughs> I'll go first. There was a lot of funny stories this week. Yes, there is. <laughs> My first story was from... Uh, Colorado uh, about a bear that gets in somebody's house through their window that they left open. A bear? A bear story. A bear crawled through this window and ate their cat's food. Uh, I'll tell you, you eat your cat. <laughs> so I guess this bear was tired of nature food, so it decided it wanted to try some cat food. Hey, boo-boo. Mm-hmm. And once it was done eating the cat food, it went right back out the window that it came in. To the litter box. Uh, so, yeah, there we go. <laughs> so, so you know how you tell your kids, eat your food because kids in China are starving. They would love to have that. You know how finicky cats can be. Eat your food, Fluffy. Meow, meow. Eat your food or some bear will come and get it. Meow, meow. Roar. Meow. So he ate all the food. And then went to the woods, and if everybody says, "Does a bear poop in the woods?" <laughs> I thought he, he met the Pope. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the the bear left. The, the article said there was people home, but I don't know where they would have been hiding. Sleeping. 
under their bed. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody was injured in this. The bear came in, ate the food, and left. And I thought, well, that's crazy. Wow, that is. (laughs) I have another couple deer stories about deer going wild again. Waterloo, Iowa. A deer crashed through a boarded up or closed down business, busted in through the window of the shop, went on a rampage inside the store, Hmm. cut off the burglar alarm. (laughs) Didn't he know those BLM riots were last week? (laughs) (laughs) Set off the alarm. The police came and they, you know, let the deer out or, you know, open the door and whatever you want to call it, uh, scurried, you know, made the deer leave. They didn't handcuff it or sit on its neck or anything like that. But oh, mm. <laughs> That's good to know. Deer lives matter. My stepdaughter, news, news, breaking news, the class ring was just found. Okay. Was it her ring that was missing? News flash, breaking yeah. headlines. Oh, I didn't know if you meant hers or Valerie's or the other oh, one. Aaron, Aaron's <laughs> ring. Oh. Okay. Shh. Okay, that's the end of my story. What you got, Keith? <laughs> Florida town accidentally sells municipal water tower. <laughs> <laughs> accidentally? <laughs> accidentally, yeah. yeah. This is actually a story from, I think, last week. I didn't get around to telling, but I thought it's, I just couldn't pass it up. I actually heard heard they did this. It was on, I think, think Babylon B, or might have been uh, Earth Ideas. It was one of them, if not both. Yeah, I heard it on and the I, news or something, too. But I have some kids in the background, so hopefully they won't pick up. It's funny. Um, <laughs> but I what happened is there. a businessman purchased some municipal property to start a business. He was going to convert it into a gym. Uh, however, when he went to the county to get the official address for his new business, he was told that the parcel included the entire water tower site. Oh, wow. <laughs> Luckily for the whole town, he was willing to give it back. County records show he transferred the water tower back through warranty deed uh, last month to the town of 8,500 residents located about 50 miles north of Tampa. I thought you say $8,000 sold it back to him. Uh, <laughs> now, if it would, would have been a, a good businessman, I would have been like, I'm going to subsidize the city water. <laughs> Give me a few cents <laughs> off of this. Not let you have Everybody pay me $200 a month. I'll, I'll put a meter on it and he can <laughs> pay me for the water. Uh, but no, I guess being the good citizen, and I probably would too. I just just need it back. It was just clearly an accident. The story goes on, where it gets more interesting because council uh, members say that they rely on the city manager for these kind of things. The city manager uh, began pointing fingers at a bad legal description for what happened. Uh, the city's redevelopment manager resigned after the fiasco. <laughs> We're human, he says. Sometimes we make a mistake. Now, 
that's what I got on the story, but I have to comment and say, okay, clearly there was a mistake. Mistakes do happen, but it sounds like somebody had an ax to grind against this development manager because he resigned or maybe it was a she, I don't know. They resigned over the whole deal. And it's like, but look, uh, the legal descriptions are often wrong. Uh, as Terry knows, and as we know, with a uh, property where mom lived at, they had the wrong description. Uh, they, the legal they, description. Huh? The legal because they said that the neighbor owned the driveways. And, and, the, and the reality was uh, the, the line was correctly divided between the driveways. It's just a legal description made it sounded like the, the neighbor, the, the house that's no longer there, owned both of the driveways. And wh what happens sometimes is uh, people will go out and they'll survey the site. And when you have a surveyor do it, it's, you, you know it's spot on. But what happens is uh, through the legal description, the lawyer doesn't visit the site. And so the description Whenever you sell it, you buy it and you sell it. Uh, the description can sometimes have a typo. It could have a digit misplaced. There's a lot of things that can happen just through the, the paperwork. But, uh, this is why you need to have your property surveyed once in a while. And what it sounds like, it was just an honest mistake. But suddenly people in the city offices are pointing fingers and blaming. And it's, you, it's all you. I'm going to resign. You're fired. Go away. <laughs> you know, people who grow up get a life. Yeah, um, anyway, Go ahead, going, to, going to China, there China. are going to be 54 dogs auctioned off in China that weren't quite mean enough to become a canine dog officer. They did not pass their training. Too friendly. To the, the doggy uh, drill instructors washed them out, huh? Yeah, they didn't look scary enough. They would not bite on command. They <laughs> <laughs> looked scary enough. Terry's dog is a police dog. <laughs> yeah, I guess they need more ankle biters yep, yep, instead of yep, German yep, yep. shepherds. Some little dogs will bite anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but my dog hurt. They don't have no teeth. One dog don't have no teeth. <laughs> no gummy to death. That was a short story about the uh, yeah, the Chinese dogs that just weren't vicious enough to become police dogs. Chinese dogs, so they're like uh, Shih Tzus and stuff, or well, said German Shepherds and some other kind, but <laughs> a Pekingese police dog, <laughs> probably Labradors. Oh. <laughs> um, I've got a couple of animal stories, but I have one that's not an animal story. There's a prototype flying car they tested it out in Czechoslovakia and it flew from one city to another um, it went 35 miles flying at a speed of 118 miles per hour oh. 160 horsepower BMW motor and they're working on a second edition of this prototype car. They want to use a 360 horsepower motor and go faster. My question with all these flying cars that's coming out and stuff, it's, it's okay. This one went 35 miles, 118 miles an hour, but I want to know 
How high off the ground do they fly? Four inches. <laughs> it's like, is it just like an inch off of the ground? It's like, you, you know, because it's like if you, I would think that. I would think they would have they'd be at least you know, like thirty years. It'd have to be above the traffic. You know, I think if you're gonna if you're gonna impress me, you know, like like on the Jetsons, you know, they're up high, you know. But I'm just saying, yeah, at least above the traffic. It's like you, you would think it'd have to be at least higher than traffic. So you, we're talking us. you know thirty feet or more because you got to clear bridges. You got to be taller than semis to fly over them. Thirty five minutes in the air, and it's like. Do they have wings on them? Do you push a button like the Mach 5 and it comes out with wings? <laughs> it was just a big catapult. Wee! Bratislava <laughs> to another another city. I can't pronounce it. But I'd heard something about that, but I didn't read the story to see what it was about. Yeah, you would think, I mean, like an ultralight, sometimes you see people flying those, and they're up, you know, several dozens of feet off the ground. They're taller than a house off the ground. But, you know, even if it, it says, was just the four or five inches, it'd make the road feel a lot smoother, because some of the roads says, these days are awful. You can, yeah. It says that you can take this prototype car, and you can you can convert it back into, you know, a, a, a sports car land cruiser, Within three minutes, you know, chitty chitty uh, bang bang. There we go. <laughs> so, just, maybe, maybe you got to disengage the propeller and, and reestablish the, the transmission. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, engage uh, the wheels instead of the propeller. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the propeller, maybe it's like an M1 that has a, a jet engine pack inside of it under the hood. <laughs> That'll be funny, huh. like a Batmobile. Yep. The Batmobile has that engine. Um, well, mine, I just have a little short uh, blurb that uh, the famous escapee Buddy the Beefalo was adjusting to life in Florida. Oh. Uh, Gainesville, Florida. Uh, the bison hybrid who roamed the woods in Connecticut after escaping on the way to the slaughterhouse has adjusted to life in the Florida sanctuary. Uh, he is fully integrated into the herd and has not tried to escape since the second day after he arrived at Critter Creek. Critter now, Creek. I understand that in his first two days, he did try to escape. And then he realized, hey, there's a lot of cows in here. <laughs> I'm going to <laughs> stay with these contented cows. <laughs> I'm a Happy cows. <laughs> I'm going to make him even happier because I'm a beefalo. But anyway, yeah, happy ending there. That's all I got on that. That's good. I got one more story. I actually have three this week. It's about a bunch of ducks that invaded a Louisiana town. There was over 60 ducks. Um, A whole gang of them, I guess, or flock, whatever you call, you know, the thug little ducks that like to come and harass people. They were taking over the town. They were following people and chasing kids and stuff. Disco duck. Disco yeah, duck. So the authorities <laughs> they, actually... They were protesting in the streets, huh? Yeah. Duck, duck the, rights. Authorities actually were giving away, you know, having people come and get them and haul them off to their own ponds or wherever they wanted them, different sanctuaries. And uh, they were auctioning. They were, you know, giving them away. Yeah. 
birds. And then finally, the last that's what they should thought, do at the next riots. They should just haul them all away to a little BLM sanctuary. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be happy with themselves. <laughs> right. They were having different people, like I said, come and take them, and they finally got rid of the last 12. Oh, well, fortunately, so I haven't heard, heard off a lot about riding the in the streets away. this year. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't know, that's good. Ducks. It's, ducks need a home. I got a animal story now, too. Now, this one, I think it says Barbo, Barbo, Barbu, and Barbu, Wisconsin. At a local Walmart store, an employee, Walmart employee, tackles a deer inside the store. Oh, yeah. My wife. So, <laughs> <laughs> they tackled your wife in the store? No. <laughs> who else we know works at Wal- worked at Walmart? Oh, Nathan. okay, yeah. Oh, Nathan. <laughs> but but uh, that, that that can be her new job description. Your job is to tackle <laughs> deer. Keep the deer, deer from deer. The deer just wanted to go shopping, and <laughs> it was checking out the sporting goods section, looking for rifles. <laughs> so he was put, some, put put a rifle on his antlers. Yeah, <laughs> this one here says the guy tackled the deer and put his knee on his neck in the store. Oh, oh he did do it in this one, huh? Yeah, yeah. He uh, had held the deer down until everybody got out of the way. They kind of tried to tried to tie a rope to it or something and lead it out, but it was the last scene running away from the store. Oh, it wow. probably had to what, do was it a buck or was it a doe? Or, or I, it I'm sure it had to do self-checkout, though. Yeah, there we go. You're going to pay for that, Bambi. Get back in there. <laughs> My wife's going to get a T-shirt made that says, I don't get paid for self-checkout. <laughs> it's, oh, it depends on how cute the guy is, huh? Yeah, check me out. She'll, she'll check, check him out then. <laughs> you got another one, Keith? Yeah, yeah I, 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 I got one I can finish up on. You got one, Jill? No, no, I only had three. All right. Three? You only did two. No, I did three. The ducks, the dogs in China, and what was my first oh, one? The bear, the bear. Well, okay. This one is related to a story that I did earlier in the year australian prison to be evacuated after mice move in oh dun, dun, dun. here comes mickey ah! well you said they were having a hard time you know with mice in australia they were yeah and in canberra was a, story a couple weeks ago in canberra australia well it's, it's the same mice uh plague that they're having uh, it has been ravishing vast swaths of East Australia and has now forced the evacuation of a prison. Uh, the, while the authorities repair nod electrical wiring. So, you know, even prisoners are not safe from this uh, horde of ravaging mice uh, due to, you know, long standing droughts. The droughts are over, the mice are all reproducing like mad uh and they're hoping that by because uh, this is their winter down there by the growing season that the mice will all die off and that's part of the problem here in the prison is of course prisoners don't have nowhere to go they're kind of confined you know and it's right. the reason they're being in prison um <laughs> yeah on 
the thing with these mice is uh, the the gnawing the wires or prisoners have to they're stuck there they can't go anywhere and and of course the mice are you know dying they're leaving all their nasty feces smell every place and it's just making people sick and gagging and so it's unsafe for the guards it's unsafe for the prisoners so they're actually uh, dispersing them to i think three or four other prisons so it's not like they're like you know make them camp in the woods or something like those naked guys from last week. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, they'll, they will be vacating this particular facility so they can get it fixed mm-hmm. up. Anyway, th- that's how the story is. Kind of All they got to so, do is throw the mice in the water because the catfish will eat them. Yeah. There we go. Well, well the catfish must not be doing a very good job. They must have some awfully fat snakes and owls and stuff as I'll have to say. Yeah. <laughs> calling take time out for beauty when avon comes calling use avon cosmetics and you'll be enthralling for a pleasure filled break in your daily routine it's time to take time out for beauty avon calling hi i am terry hogan helsley your friendly avon lady we have more than just makeup and cologne everything will be delivered to your house so go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com front slash T. Hogan Helpsley. That is front slash T-H-O-G-A-N-H-E-L-T-S-L-E-Y. Thank you. I have one more. I have one more. In, I think it said La Acres in Florida. This one, of course, can only take, well, could take place. Uh, In Florida, you know, this, an alligator wanders into a church. An alligator went to church? (laughs) Yes. And in in this church, you know, they videotape, you know, our church, they put it on uh, YouTube and everything. And in this church, they were recording, and a small alligator came walking down the aisle and during the church. He, he wanted to <laughs> repent. And the preacher, the preacher had walked up to the alligator, handing him a business card, and <laughs> that the church service. Here's how you get saved, uh, Mr. Alligator. Say this prayer with me. Sunday school is at nine o'clock, and the service is at ten o'clock, and um, they. Uh, the uh I guess you know that then it says that uh the alligator just wandered around in the church, but then the preacher said he was going to baptize that alligator and it went scurrying towards the sewer drain and and, and disappeared, huh? And, and disappeared. <laughs> oh yeah. That's how the old joke goes about, you know, uh the church had a problem with the bats in the belfry and they couldn't get them out. They what they called all the pest control people couldn't get them out. So the preacher decided he was gonna uh Preach to them all, make him repent and get baptized. And sure enough, they all left. <laughs> because that's what people do when, as soon as they repent and get baptized, they all leave. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just like the people. <laughs> that's all my news that I got. Well, I have two more. Where, where the well, I have to say, I was a much smarter <laughs> alligator than a lot of people I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. huh. 
That's crazy, the, for sure. My, my other thought on that is, at least it wasn't like a snake candling church, because they, they, they could have pulled out the, the rattlesnakes and could have had an alligator and rattlesnake battle in the aisle or something. There you go. <laughs> like a dog fight or something. <laughs> yeah. I had two more stories, but they're world record stories, and they don't pertain to David Rush. But uh, Well, <laughs> we, we can save yeah, those for, time. for next week. Stay yeah. tuned next week, boys. Oh, Terry, talk about world records. Yes. So now it's time to move Jill's on. Words. Jill's <laughs> words. That's right. Jill's words. The quiz kids, bright, lovable youngsters, ready for another difficult examination in the schoolroom of the air. Yeah, I got some of them. Oh, Speak man. to her, Jill. It's okay. Gentacular. J E N T A. C U L A R. What's gentacular, Terry? Gentacular. I thought it was like a mixed drink or something with gin, but you said yeah. with a it's, G. It's like a spectacular <laughs> martini with gin. <laughs> gentacular. Gentacular. A, a girl yeah. named Jen is spectacular. Oh, that would work, some, I guess. <laughs> some sort of shape, like a, I don't know, geometry. Well, this word means having to do with breakfast. So we all gentaculated maybe this morning. <laughs> I had a Excellent. gentacular breakfast, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and that, yeah, yeah. My wife got me mis- mystery Pop-Tarts. Don't know what flavor they are. <laughs> <laughs> Our okay, next good. word is Labafy. L-A-B-Y. <sighs> oh, L-A-B-E-F-Y. Labafy. Labify. Lab- or it could be labify. I don't know. My phone said labify. Labify. So labify. It's what Labrador lab- retrievers do. Labify. <laughs> labify. Whenever you have a Labrador retriever, it labifies. <laughs> <laughs> this word means to weaken or impair. So oh. if you labify something, you have weakened it. Oh, man. Yeah, that one wasn't quite so fun. Like our brains right now. Yeah. We have labified brains. (laughs) Okay, this word's a long one. I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. Let me spell it, and then I'll try uh, to pronounce it afterwards. Because when I was spelling it, I didn't think it was ever going to end. But it is. That's a long one. Okay, misodacletus, I think, is how you say it. M I S O V O C T A K L. So, what? Vletus? Mikolitus? I. What was the first three letters? Wasn't M I S or was it M I C? Let me go back just a second. My C K E. I'm I'm just wondering because I didn't quite catch the first three letters. Misodocletus. Misodocletus. Yeah. You missed the docletus. I know. (laughs) Yeah. The the prefix M I S O relates to being miserable about something. Misodocletus. So you're miserable about seeing a doctor who has football cleats on his feet. (laughs) 
course, Cletus, like somebody, hey, Cletus. <laughs> You're miserable about your doctor whose name is Cletus. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's Dr. it. Dr. Cletus, I hate you. Tell us why it is. Okay. That's a mouthful. <laughs> that's got <laughs> a bit in there. This word is a person who hates practicing on a piano. Well, see, Keith well, I knew I had to be ha- hating something. Miss Cletus. <laughs> I almost didn't use that one because it was so long. I was like, I don't like so, these long So ones all from. those kids out there who take piano lessons and hate it, this is you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, our next word. Hagenostrophe. What was that first one? Hagendas. <laughs> oh, a pagan. P O G O N O T R O P H Y. Trogonotrophy. It's a disaster related to collecting pogs. Yes, it's it, pogs. pogs were a little tiny disky toy for kids. Uh, just like little disc under a milk cap, one with a colorful design on it. I had a disaster okay. with my pogs. Terry, do you still have your beard? A little bit. A little bit? Well, this word has to do with facial hair. The cultivating, would that be like combing or brushing? Yeah, grooming. You're trying to get a, a beard to grow, yeah. Cultivating your facial hair. That's what this word means. I would think that means to cut it off. To cultivate. So you have a tractor pulling those little cultivator discs behind it across <laughs> your face. Softening up yeah, your skin. I wasn't skin. real sure when it said cultivation of facial hair. I was like, I don't know. Like I said, if that means keeping it on, cutting it off, combing it, I, cultivating. Yeah. I, mm. I, I would say I think grooming would make a better word because you groom your hair. You don't I guess cultivate it. Right. I mean, cultivate sounds like you're cutting it off and collecting it like you send it in like the other hair. You know, kind of. <laughs> Make a beard out of this for those people that uh, <laughs> lost all the hair. <laughs> make, make a fake beard out of this for, <laughs> for, for, for women who want to trans. They can have my beard. Yeah. Just give them that test testosterone. They'll grow their own. <laughs> okay, on to our next word. Alexa Pharmix. A L I O L A L E X I P H A R M I C. Alexa Pharmix. It, it's the kind of drugs that Alexander the Great took. That was a relaxed one. Hey. Try asking me for a spooky balloon fart. <laughs> Alexis, uh, Alexis talking to us. Fart. What did you guys say? <laughs> what did you say to her? She started farting. I was going to say, try it, asking it, for a spooky yeah. balloon fart, she said. Because it, it, the, the end of it was farmic. And so Alexa thought we we're saying pharmic to her. Uh, it, it's the word that makes Alexa fart. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now you just said it again. She's going to do it again. <laughs> oh, because, it, yeah, it said Alexa at the beginning. I was like, what? Well, anyway, this word here means an antidote to poison. Huh. All righty. Yeah. I guess that I, would make some sense. I mean, 
This next word is gappa seed. It's G A P E S E E D. Gape seed. See, I don't know. It could be instead gape of grape seed. seed. It's gape seed. I've noticed with my phone when there's a G A P E or C A K E, anything like that with the E at the end, it's not cake. It's cake e. Gappa E. Yeah. I'm like, why doesn't this silly thing say these words right? M A K E, Mecca. Well, of I know make. the voice on my computer will, will pronounce male as male. <laughs> male and female. You can say female. Oh, oh sirens oh, are coming to get us. You may have to have a, a space battle. Is it the first? Oh my gosh, it's the first Tuesday. Well, this word means a person who stares gapingly. So uh, I guess like if you're yeah, like, like agape means, means you know open, you know like you're standing with your mouth uh, 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 agape wide open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the last word is in gastronic. Gastronic. E n G A S T R I M U T H Gastromuth. Gastromuth. Gastromuth, maybe. The gastromuth. Gastromuth. Too much gas in your instrument. (laughs) You got too much vermouth. Uh, Now this uh, word kind of is silly. I'm gonna guess has to with your stomach because of the you know the gas in the middle. Gastro. Of it. Well, this word means a ventriloquist, which I don't know why they can't just be called again ventriloquist. Why well, we you have got your ventriloquist is a good gas, word. You got your hand up in the gas pipe <laughs> because you put your hand up your dummy's rear end. <laughs> And you're making this muth move, M U T H. It should have been M O U T H. Putting the end up in his gas pipe. But that's all my work. That's it for the weird words. So we can move on. Moving on to Terry's topic. Now, ladies and gentlemen, as I said before, tonight. We are going to present something of a more legitimate nature, something very unhokey. My top ten list is actually, I'm going to go ahead and finish out the one I started with the 4th of July just recently, like oh, a day or two ago. Uh, yeah, this last week. My list of exciting facts about our presidents of the United States. Hey, let's finish them off. I left off at number 30. Wait, that, that sounds like you see, I need to talk to you, Joe. Let's, let's finish off the president. Let's finish off the president. Secret Service knocking at your door yet? <laughs> well, these presidents are already dead, so let's hopefully well, most okay. of them. Most of them. Um, number 30 is Herbert Hoover. He was the first president born. Have a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> he was the first president born 
west of the Mississippi River. And he had a dam. I wonder where he was born. Huh? Where was he born? Uh, Does it say west of the Mississippi? Where? What state even does it? It doesn't say. It just says west of the Mississippi. That's it. It's like it's a wide open territory there, but whatever. Yeah, that's just curious. Go, go ahead. We'll, we'll it's actually, it's actually said county instead of country. So I don't well. know. Weird. 31 is Franklin D. Roosevelt was related to his wife by blood. Um, they were fifth cousins once removed. That's mm-hmm. a distant relation. So yeah, well, they were they were distant enough. It was, there's no nothing particularly wrong with that. But yeah, and he yeah. was related to Teddy Roosevelt, but they were cousins and not like brothers or uncles or something like that. I don't understand when they say yeah, they were fifth cousins once removed. They can be one of two things: one, the child of your fifth cousin. Okay, that's about as clear as mud. What's a fifth cousin? A fifth cousin is someone who shares the same great-great-great-grandparents. That's a lot of greats. Three of them, to be exact. Two, they can be the great-great-great-grandchild of your great-great-great-great-great-uncle or aunt. Back up and run over that again. They can be the great-great-great-grandchild of your... Hold on while I count. Great-great-great-great-great-uncle or aunt. Wow, that's five greats. Not to mention the three greats in being a grandchild of those uncles or aunts. Yeah, I don't think they were close enough to worry about mutants in the gene pool. So, do you understand it now? I don't understand what the once removed means, but I don't know. Uh, Then we have uh, 32 is Harry S. Truman. His middle initial S doesn't stand for anything. It just stands for S. Hey, right. wasn't that Ulysses S. Grant too? Yeah, but well, yeah. U.S. Grant was just initials that they they couldn't figure out what what they meant. But huh. but the Grant was actually eight Hiram Ulysses Grant. Yeah, there was no S. It got it was a typo when he huh. filed for going to West Point with Harry S. Truman. His Parents both wanted to give his middle name the letter. You know, they both had a relative with the same letter S for the beginning letter. And so they couldn't agree on who's going to get the name of the. Should the, we call him Sam or call him Stephen? <laughs> so they just <laughs> call him they S. Said, put, a, put a S. You know. Well, 33. Dwight D. Eisenhower. He didn't mess around when he played golf. He's a serious golf player. Yeah. He he put a he, he put a he was the first president to put a golf green on the White House lawn, but it kept getting uh, squirrels running around it, and so he he told the Secret Service to shoot squirrels. <laughs> I was gonna say he probably had a pistol <laughs> in his golf bag. <laughs> That's how serious he was. <laughs> I'll shoot you on my golf range. He, the the groundskeepers did, or they did not shoot him. You know they they captured him and released them without hitting. With, but they told him that they shot him. I didn't realize squirrels was a problem. I thought it was groundhogs a problem on the golf course. Uh, hmm. 
uh, who are they? When we're thirty-four, JFK donated all of his presidential uh, uh, income to charity. Hmm. I did not know that. Well, yeah, because he was independently wealthy before he, he was, became president. Right. Oh. I believe Trump did the same thing. Yeah. As well. He did the same thing. Trump did, but we haven't. You know, yeah. Trump basically uh, either turned his income back over. I don't know if he gave it to charities, but I know he did not take it to put it into his pocket. He could have took it and give it to us. <laughs> yeah, I would have took it. I'd be his charity. Definitely. And number 35, Lyndon B. Johnson was the only president to be sworn in on an airplane. Yeah. And by a woman. Now what? And by a woman. Oh. He was was, uh, sworn in on an airplane, sworn in by a woman, and then... Also notable was Jackie Candy was there, was still had blood on her clothes from right. And huh. number 36 of 44, Richard Nixon. He had many talents. Huh. He, had, he was not a crook. <laughs> he's not really remembered for being a great politician, but uh, he was on laughing a couple of times. Outside the <laughs> He knew how to play five instruments. Oh. Uh, and he was a huge football fan. And yeah, yeah famously, he was on Laugh and And of course, back in the 60s, a big thing is sock it to me, sock it to me, sock it to me. So he comes on and his, his Nixon voice, sock it to me. And then they had a Watergate and he had all his ordeal. Next season, he came on to laugh and he says, you can stop socking it to me now. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) We got uh, 37 is Gerald R. Ford. He could have been a professional football player. Um, he he, He would play football in the days of leather helmets with no face masks. Right. He was offered a position for the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers, but turned him down to study law, and he studied or became a football coach at Yale. And then 38 is uh, Jimmy Carter. He had a big smile. (laughs) Jimmy Carter had a peanut farm. Mm Mm-hmm. He won a Nobel Peace Prize after leaving office. Maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> that his, I'm sure it's not. He's the only president so far with his post-presidential uh, accomplishments were greater than him being president. Yeah, I know he, he did a lot of work with, uh, what's that, when they build the houses or people? Needy. Habitat for Humanity. He's done a lot with that. And he's written over two dozen books. Wow. Well, and he, he, he has be, become something of an ambassador, you know, on the spot for uh, 
presidents, as they need someone to go and talk to some dignitary or something. 39, let's see, how is it 39? Yeah, 39 and 44. Ronald Reagan was the first divorced president. Yeah. Hmm. His acting career behind to pursue politics. And he was partially deaf in one ear where a, a gun accidentally went off too close to his head on a movie set and it made him partially deaf in his left ear. I think it said he was married to Jane Wyman, I think. Right. Yeah, Jane Wyman, but they divorced in 1948, and he entered, so he entered the presidency divorced. I thought that him and his, uh, Nancy, I thought he was already married when he went into office. I know, but this is saying that, that he uh, did, but anyway. Huh. But, um, but I remember that, because whenever he was put in office, I was in boot camp. And at the, at the time, there was a big uh, air traffic controller strike. And one of their complaints was uh, their contract had been reneged. And they were griping to the president. Yeah, you were reneging on your contract. It's like, like you reneged on your contract w- with your first wife and got divorced. I'm like, okay, that's oh. kind of dumb. But whatever. <laughs> that's your argument. <laughs> yeah. Number 40, moving on. Number 40, George H.W. Bush once shaved his head because one of his secret service agents had got cancer and everything did it shaved his head and to be you know like that to help support you know to show some solidarity with the guy what does it say in uh 2013 he would have been out of the public limelight at that point right right i I didn't yeah and uh, 2013. Um, let's see, number 40. Where did it go to? 40. Come on. Bill Clinton. Come on. There we go. Is Bill Clinton is a Grammy winner. Uh, hmm. The president that won a Grammy. But he won. He won a Grammy in 2003 and 2004 for spoken word albums uh-huh. read a book uh, so I know he played saxophone but I didn't think he had any Peter, recorded hits or anything Peter and the Wolf and My Life were audio uh-huh. that he had won Grammys for I'm reading a book now called The President he's, is Missing by him and James Patterson Well, I he's, I might have read that is one There's of another three. one coming out called The President's Daughter is Missing, but it's not at the library yet. He's one of three presidents who's won a Grammy. Jimmy Carter and Barack Obama. I'm guessing also for spoken word because I'm sure neither of them can play an instrument or sing. Right. <laughs> uh, 42 is George W. Bush. His family uh, is unique for a couple of reasons. Being the son of a former president, he's the only president to have twins in the oh, White House. Really? I they, didn't know that. Daughters, yeah. At the time this was written, they were 37 years old, the twins. You know, so, um, I, I really didn't uh, get into presidential families all that much. So. 43 of 44 is Barack Obama. His first job that he had made him hate ice cream. 
he worked at Baskin Robbins. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he, he dipped ice cream for a living, huh? A summer job at Baskin Robbins. There you go. Yeah, that was an ice cream man. What's it's a fun job. <laughs> Only my ice cream man job was driving the truck around town. He prefers chocolate protein bars or caramels over over ice cream instead of ice cream, not on top of it. <laughs> well, I would take yeah. ice cream on top of that so it would kill the flavor. <laughs> Forty-four. <laughs> the last one. Donald Trump made several TV cameo appearances in the 1990s is what he's known for, according to this list here. In which I thought Donald Trump was 45. He's He was on uh, The Apprentice. Mm -hmm. He was on um, Home Alone. Home Alone. Donald Trump was on Home Alone? The yeah, there's the scene. There's huh. a scene towards the end where the kid is lost, and he is in Trump Towers, and Trump. Oh. Uh, excuse me. Help. Where's the lobby? Down the hall and to the left. Thanks. Uh, finding his parents or something. Oh. And it's a really uh, quick is scene, that- and the, the the movie industry has actually cut it out. Because when you show it on TV, they need spot for commercial, and it doesn't really advance the story along much. Oh. But a lot of Trump fans are all up in arms because they're cutting Donald Trump out of this movie. It's like, oh. yeah, but it's just one of those filler scenes, you know. It doesn't really add a lot to the movie, right? Right. He was in uh, the The Apprentice, as we know, and then he was in Home Alone. And I didn't know if everybody else caught the rest because y'all were talking, but yeah. The the nanny, you know, and uh, then the other one was uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Hmm. and so I believe that's all. Being a Republican, you probably helped Carlton on that one, right? Because Carlton was a young Republican. (laughs) So I believe that's it. I mean, I was looking. It says he's number forty-four. Because I could have sworn he was forty-five, but maybe he is forty-four. That would make Joe Biden 45 then. Yeah. But then, see, just like when I've, I keep hearing on the news all the time, it says that the United States is 245. It's like. Yeah. Because 1776. Right. But whenever I ask my Amazon device, you know, how long ago was July 4th, 1776, she says 244 years. Because she can't count. Now, in, in seven, November 10th, 1775 is when the Marine Corps birthday is. So the Marine Corps birthday actually precedes the, the country by a if, little bit. If it's 244 years ago, I can put on Facebook, and that means it's like 2,982 months old. Right. You know, if you want to go for the days and everything, or no, yeah, I, you did that on there, didn't you? Whatever AI you ask, they, they there's have like 17,000 weeks and stuff, and there's 52 weeks in a year. If you want to go for days, it's even more, but anyway, Whew. but that's what we got after Fourth of July. So, right. sure. well, uh, so now it's time to transition to our anchor topic. Anchor topic. This week. Is manual skills. I thought I was going to do that last week, but I was off one with the computers last week. Uh, manual skills is a kind of area where you do like handicraft, uh, woodworking, 
you know, what, you know, shop class or stuff you do with your hands, you play instruments and things. So does anything, uh, strike a chord with anyone? What's that? With manual uh, skills. I mean, I mean, manual skills is important because, you know, it keeps you busy. Manual skills. You know, and people say, how can you do X if you're blind and you can't see what you're ha- what's happening? Uh, and, and a lot of times having a hobby is what keeps the person going. It, it contributes to your quality of life. And it's, it's often good to find a hobby you can do or adapt that you can do. Well, it's, I mean, we've talked about our hobbies, about me knitting and you guys, Terry, playing a guitar and you your harmonica. I got a keyboard, piano. So you want to, I don't, I don't know what other skills. Well, I mean, if you just uh, think about it, like let's talk about this knitting or crocheting just for a second is people say, Oh, you got the colored yarn and you, you, you have the, the material you put your needle through and you're doing your threads or yarns around and you don't think about it. If you're sitting there looking at your project, just by feeling the project with your fingers, you don't necessarily need to look at it. I mean, you could be, you know, crocheting away without even yeah. having to look at it. Uh, you'd be talking to a friend, watching TV. And so if you really think about it, it's not that difficult to do as a blind person. I don't knit, but I'm going to guess it's the same for knitting. The The real problem that you would have is you know, colors and matching colors. Yeah, uh, color changes and things like that. That's true because I know they actually had a pattern once on how to make a stocking cap that looked like a candy cane, red and white. Mm-hmm. And you had this uh, kind of twisted. And I was like, I could try doing that, but I'd probably be off because it's like you knit four red and then knit four white and four red and four white all the way around. Well, that sounds easy if you can see the color changes. Right. And you can, you can you spot check yourself one, by seeing yeah. it. Yeah. You go over one with each one, and that's what makes it look like it swirls up, you know, the red and white spirals, I guess I should say, to the top. And I was like, yeah, my spiral would end up messing up. <laughs> my spiral would be all over the place. So, yeah, vision does come in handy for color changes and things like that. But if you're just making something... <laughs> That doesn't need a color change too often. It's not too hard. Yeah. And uh, someone had uh, asked me because one of my first things I did was a, a woodworking project. Well, how can Cutting you do that? How can you do that if you're blind? I, I wouldn't think they would let you mess with power tools like that. <laughs> I'm thinking, well, for one thing, a power tool, there's a reason why they have a safety device over spinning parts and blades. Even when a sighted person knows what that's for. It's their protect in case you get too close. And so the same safety device is there for even if you, whether you can see it or not. So that really is not the issue. Uh, what the big problem for me was is, is similar to the yarn. Uh, wood has different colors and textures. You know, even if you, I'm going to have this big old board of mahogany and I'm going to cut it up into strips and piece it together. Well, even off that same board depends on where you cut your your strip of wood it it has a different color and texture to it 
Hmm. And so it, it it's a lot of matching up colors and the grain and and so forth. And that could be an issue, and and that could require a little bit of sighted assistance if you want to make sure your grain patterns are looking good together. Maybe you want to have them contrasted. And I have. But it still takes a little bit of side of help with that. If you're, uh, if you're working with wood, I was going to say I have a toy, but it's not really a toy. Um, I have this here. <laughs> it's uh, including case three and three quarter inches. You're measuring things. Measure. And so uh, that's what people have been hearing. Turning off in five seconds. Turning but, off in five seconds. But anyway, so it's got buttons on here, like what we'd said on another episode. Not including case. Zero inches. If, you know, with the tape all the way into the device, if you measure now, it's, it won't include the case. But if you want to put this inside your window, in inside of your window uh, frame, then you can push this button and it would add the case. And so it's saying... So you could measure from the tip to the outside edge of the case. Poop. Millimeters. Centimeters. Centimeters. Feet and inches here. It's the same button. I have to let it kind of default back. You just to, keep hitting it or you have to press it and hold it or what? Right. Zero you hit this here and it goes to zero inches. Case, you push it again. Three it's three and three quarters inches if you wanted three to include this whole case. But as you case, as you pull the tape out. Inches, including case five and nine sixteenths inches, including case. And so if you pulled out some more. Seven and five sixteenths inches, including yep. case. You don't have to push any buttons. I'm just pulling. So, so when it says five and whatever sixteenth inches, 13, you only have about two inches of tape sticking case. out, and there are other three and some odd inches is the case. Right now, you while the tape is sticking out, right, not including case nine and one eight inches. There you go. So now it's not including the case anymore. So now I'll pull it out and stop. Three foot six and nine sixteenths. Inches. Okay, so because whenever it detects the tape stops moving is whenever it right. tells you that. If I pulled out some more. Let's see what we got here. Five foot three and a quarter inches. Five foot three. And, uh, and it's got the retractable inches, button you can push and it'll suck the tape back three, in, but you can inches, manually five, push it back in. And seven, yeah. inches, four foot six and yeah. five Whee! eight. Take them back in. Three foot one and five sixteen inches one foot seven and three right. stop and hesitate one and then it gives you a new a new, a new reading inches. you don't have to push any buttons it just right you just either pull it out or push it in a little bit and it'll announce and, it again but then you can have uh, 13 inches we'll push it all the way back in zero to zero but then on the case it has uh it's got uh, another button here zero gives you the inches zero Another. Memory. Memory you can push a button to Total add. If you're doing a measurement like you, this is 25 feet long, and you got to go more than 25 feet, you can add the 25 feet into the memory, off in and then you add more to it and then push the total button. And I'll tell you the total in the memory. Under that, on the bottom row, you got total memory. the add. And above that button to add it, above it is your total. To the right of your add button zero is 
it just tells you how many inches. Well, even if you're measuring something less than 25 feet, because the way you figure board feet is you take the width times the length and it, and it considers a one inch board. So if you measure the width and it says whatever, you know, eight inches, you measure the length and it says 20 inches, then you can just have it add that together. Assuming your board is one inch, say there, then that'll be your board feet. If you're measuring, of course, a half inch board, you would cut that in half or, or whatever. Cutting off in five seconds. Uh, whatever you let it sit there, and it times out, it'll turn off. Turns off in five seconds to save your battery power. You know, so you know. Anyway, that's kind huh. of yeah. Because we didn't have that before. We we're talking about measuring things. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it, but actually here well, we we talked about it. But we didn't have it to actually <laughs> to demonstrate. Yeah, be a guest host on the show. Yeah, <laughs> and there's a screen on here. I don't know if it actually shows you on the screen or not because of course we're blind i don't know i would think that whatever the voice is saying at that moment is probably also on the screen i'm guessing i don't know it's been a while since i've been trained on that Uh i'm pretty sure it would be on the please stand by We now return to our regularly scheduled podcast. Um, yeah, we demonstrated that, that, and we kind of lost our audio. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to include no. with that? Uh, no, we thing, got others. The only thing I would just want to restate is that uh, you know sometimes people don't think about you know things like arts and crafts, like it's a kid thing, or that's what women do under quilting bees or whatever. But, uh, you know, even something, you know, all mainly like woodworking or uh, small engine repair or bicycles repair, you can still do it. Uh, you just have to, you know, be organized, uh, use safety devices, <laughs> use yeah. good, good measuring skills, and uh, you can still do it. You just have to know your equipment. Right. There's always going to be a little bit of spot checking on the fly, you know, a visual spot check for quality control. Uh, well, you just might need some help, but don't be afraid to ask somebody. Uh, things like colorinos have their place, but they don't fill all those gaps. So, yeah. Yeah. So that. So, you said we have the emails? Now we got some emails. We, we, I actually have a couple of emails. I oh. I thought I wrote a wrote. There's a couple of short ones. Uh, I, I thought I wrote them down, but I don't have them. Oh. If I can find them real fast, I will. Uh, but I do have this one. If you love me and can hear me, let's hear from you. Uh, it says, "Hey, Keith, Terry, and Jill." I love your show. It is great. I have another funny story for you, I think. I'm from Carlisle, Illinois, and the state vending program, they train blind people to fill vending machines, soda machines, and federal and state buildings. 
The blind vendor can hire a sighted person to drive them to and from facilities. And we have devices that read barcodes to our merchandise. And there are apps on our phones that allow blind people to read apps, uh, the codes from apps on their phones as well. So thanks to the coronavirus, all uh, a lot of facilities have been shut down. When my brother, we shall call him Lucifer. Uh, so when Lucifer was ready to go back to his workspace to fill the vending machines, and a sighted person noticed something odd inside a vending machine. As you sighted normal people, haha, can see inside the vending machine, the products are on spindles. The uh, bottom two rows of spindles were empty. Insert gasp. (laughs) (laughs) Laying on the bottom of the vending machine was all the empty packages of candy and chips. Apparently, they removed... (laughs) Apparently, when they removed all of the empty packaging, they found a big, fat, dead mouse. Oh, my... Ah. It was too fat to jump up higher to the upper rows of snacks. And when they found this big fat mouse, it still had an M&M in his mouth. Oh, gross. (laughs) Uh, Apparently it died of a chocolate overdose. It must have. <laughs> now, that story sounds M&Ms familiar. I couldn't stack last week. <laughs> but I can't remember if we read this on the show before, but if we did, we're reading it again. Ha, ha, well, that's ha, a good one. <laughs> uh, it goes on to say, if any listeners would like to know more about Guide Dogs, there's a movie on Netflix and other streaming services. The movie is called Pick of the Litter. It tells oh, how they train guide dogs from birth until they're issued to a blind person. Yeah, it's a pretty good movie. Everybody should check it out. It's pretty good. Yeah. Sincerely, Blind Vendor. <laughs> he didn't want to say who he was because it might not look good for him and his bending. I know that's a, a, a familiar story, but I, I honestly hurt. can't remember if we read it on the show before. Yeah. And I you didn't see the review from. I think I, I, I can't get it. I'm looking for those other emails. I know I have. Spit it out, Terry. Spit it out. <laughs> I, well, I think there were two. One, wait, one from. Nah. Here we go. Or the. Okay, here's another one. Hello, crew. At that sounds funny. Keith, Jill, and Terry. My name is Mike. I know. You guys don't like to go full name, but my full name is, my, my last name is Roachips. So my full name is Mike <laughs> Roachips. Mike Roachips. <laughs> um, I am from Silicon Valley, California, and San Francisco Bay Area. I would like to report to you that all the Microsoft games are still at Windows 10. They are listed as Microsoft Solitaire or Microsoft Minesweeper. Or Microsoft Spider Solitaire, etc. If you remember the name of the game, you can just type uh, SOL for Solitaire and it'll autofill. Hit enter. Or if you typed in MIN, it would be Minesweeper. I'm unable to give you news about playing the games, unfortunately, 
They do not work with a JAWS talking software. Huh. I think I have heard you guys say that for the blind community, they might be better off downloading from Kitchen Sink Games, Games for the Blind. I hope this makes it on the show. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike Rochips. Yeah, there was another one too. That was if sad. that is your real name. <laughs> um, yeah, the other one here is a really short one too. Uh, hey, Keith, Terry, Jill, I'm a regular listener on your show. I think you're, it's awesome. Keep up the good work. I, my name is Ichabod. I live in Massachusetts. First of all, I'm glad you're a regular listener and not one that you know, has like diarrhea problems. You know, so. <laughs> uh, I'm a just, regular. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to let you know that the two ships that sailed from England carrying the Protestants in 1620 were the Mayflower and a ship called the Speedwell. Huh. I just, yeah. just wanted to put it out there for the listeners. If they really wanted to know, thanks. Keep up the good work. I am Ichabod, the loyal listener. Hey. Yeah. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to our show. <laughs> yeah. So, Give us a review. That's an email review. Now, we have a lot of letter, letters. I have one more to read. We could either squeeze it in now, which I think we have plenty of time. Go ahead. Wait. I'll go ahead and read it. Since you twist okay. my arm. You twist my arm so hard. Twist, uh, twist. This, is, this is a story called At the Pool. It says, we were visiting family in waterproof Louisiana. Yeah, that's a real town. My nine-year-old boy and I were at the pool, and I noticed my son taking an interest in two attractive women who were wearing skimpy bikinis and sunning themselves. I noticed that my nine-year-old boy just kept staring at these girls and would occasionally glance back at me. I began to brace myself for some awkward questions from my young son. But the time finally came, it was time to get up and leave, and my son was still watching those girls as they left. Then he turned to me and said, Dad, can I take that candy bar those girls left behind? Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. From a relieved dad, why not North Carolina? (laughs) Why not? Why not take the candy bar? So there's some, were they sitting on the candy bar? <laughs> I would hope not. It was, it was, it was, I was not a baby Ruth. I went out. They were sitting on the baby Ruth. So the, the kid was more interested in the candy. Was it was still in the wrapper? That's the big question. Yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't in a wrapper, I don't know. I wouldn't touch it. Anyhow, wow. uh, it's time then for us to kind of wind down our show with some final thoughts. Final thoughts. Anybody have a thought? I have one. <laughs> what is the best nation? <sighs> Donation. <laughs> yeah, donate to our webpage. <laughs> There's a big donation button at the top of our page. <laughs> Thank God I don't have to hunt for my food. 
because I don't know where tacos live at. <laughs> That's a good one. Well, my neighbor wanted to grow a couple or apple tree and he couldn't. So I told him to grow a pear. <laughs> English is such a hard language. I mean, can you really take a nap in the restroom? A nap in the restroom. <laughs> I suppose that would be a difficult place. <laughs> but I don't think it has anything to do with English. <laughs> Uh, a restroom you could park. Oh, yeah, rest. Ah, I get it. That way. Rest. <laughs> restroom. Park in a parkway and drive in a driveway. You can't rest in the restroom. Huh? Mm-hmm. Well, I you, got you. you do not. You do not need a parachute to skydive. You only need a parachute if you want to skydive twice. Yes. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a chicken omelet? That would be an awkward family reunion. <laughs> chicken omelet. Well, did you know a lot of garbage men? They don't get any training. They just pick things up as they go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I have any more. Well, that's my, well, that's my, that's yeah. my final thoughts for this week. We're finished. We're going to close this out. Yeah, so here's where we do our final wrap up. This is your host, Keith, signing off. Thanks for listening. Bug Zapper app. Bug well, Zapper app. The bug zapper? Bug zapper app. Oh, yeah. He's a look for hit when he gets off of here. Keep them bugs away. Leave us a rating and review wherever you happen to find our podcast. But if you do, uh, be aware we don't always monitor those places. So if it's helpful, send us an email, visit the webpage, click the contact link, fill out the form, hit the button. That sounds funny. TSF at... That sounds funny. Com. Tune in next week when we might hear about the world's biggest water slide or the biggest hotel. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there apparently uh, somebody got in trouble for a cartoon about not, don't swim when you have diarrhea. And there's like a girl going on a slide with a brown streak behind her. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, be aware of that. Don't swim when you have diarrhea. <laughs> note the public service note. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs>